Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. And of course, I'm your host, Coach Luke. How's everybody doing out there in this, on this hot, sizzling day? I hope you're doing fine, because I sure am. And I'm ready to get it started. Ready to get episode 29 started. Man, oh man, we're on episode 29. I can't believe it. But then again, I better believe it because we're right here front row and center, people. All right? Now, the name of episode 29, Two Unique Deals. The name of episode 29, Two Unique Deals. And, of course, you know how Coach Luke likes to do it. We'll get into those two unique deals a little bit later on in the podcast, of course. Uh, the episode, excuse me. But um, right now... You know what we got to do. We got to pay them bills. And when we start to pay them bills, we got to tap in. So tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'll follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. All right. Let's get into this great, great episode, episode 29, Two Unique Deals. And we'll get into that, people, a little bit later. But right now, we're starting to show off with LeBron James and Jerry West. Now, the other night, I don't know how many of you guys are staying real in tune to the NBA Summer League in Vegas at the MGM Grand, but, you know, Coach Luke, uh, like I say, I, I watch glimpses here and there so that I can stay abreast for the listeners and I can come back and I can kick it with you guys. But I did manage to see Jerry West and LeBron James in a very nice little conversation. Now, of course, it was a lot of smiles, a lot of handshakes, and a lot of laughing. But I'll tell you right now, there's a competitive edge in both of these men. Now, of course, you know Jerry West is the Hall of Famer, a great executive uh, general manager of the Los Angeles Clippers who made that mammoth move last week with uh, nabbing down Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. But, of course, on the other, on the other end is LeBron James, who has a great team uh, with the Lakers also. So I think they're just needling each other. You know, a lot of people said, man, I wonder what they're talking about. Well, you know, it, it might not be too much that they're talking about other than, man, I can't wait to see you in the season and uh, go up against you and things of that nature. Or it could have been they could have been talking about golf. You never know what those two gentlemen are talking about. Two great, great individuals and two great talents. Of course, a lot of my listeners, I'm not too sure, but I'm pretty sure a lot of my listeners never saw Jerry West play. And for that matter, Coach Luke really didn't see him play that much. I saw clips and film, but Jerry West was a phenomenal player for the Los Angeles Lakers back in the day sometime. He was an excellent player, and he's even a better general manager. All right? And some say... <laughs> I saw a joke on the gram. It said two general managers. Well, you know a lot of people say uh, LeBron James actually is running the show in the Laker building. You know, and so they, they made a joke about uh, Jerry West and LeBron James, two general managers talking. Well, you know, as we know, LeBron James has always had that uh, hanging over his head where wherever he goes, he kind of pulls the strings and makes moves with whatever team he's playing for. But we definitely know that Jerry West is a great, great general manager, all right? And we know that, and, and, and if you didn't know it, the proof is in the pudding for what he's done with the L.A. Clippers in the last three years. So it's a wonderful, wonderful move. And a lot of people, of course, have been talking about and showing 
uh, uh, clips of Jerry West and LeBron James at the um, Vegas Summer League talking and laughing. Well, you never know what they were talking about, but I'll tell you this. They're both highly competitive, and they're ready to get it on in the new season. And like Coach Luke said, boy, it's going to be a phenomenal season when those two teams match up, the L.A. Clippers and the L.A. Lakers. It's going to be very, very phenomenal. Both teams are at the top of their game right now. Both teams are contending for a championship. And so Los Angeles area has nothing but to be proud. I mean, the California area for that matter, because we can't forget the Golden State Warriors. So there's three teams in the areas of the California area that is really going to be phenomenal in the upcoming season. But the two teams that share the Staples Center are the two head honchos, Coach Luke believe. Of course, because you know Clay Thompson, until he gets back, we probably won't be able to put the Golden State Warriors in the mix. Now, they will make the playoffs, but will they be in the mix to win the championship? I'm not too sure. Again, their moves made, and they might make a move to bolster their chances. But I know that Clay Thompson won't be in a Golden State uniform until March, early April, right before the playoffs. And that might give them the push that they need to contend. But I still believe in that L.A. area or in that California area, it's really a two-horse race between the Lakers and the Clippers. And so there's that, for me... As a basketball lover, that's what you're really looking for and what you're looking at. And so a lot of people are making a big, big deal about Jerry West and LeBron James' conversation at courtside. But you you probably don't need to make a big, big deal. Both guys, again, are very, very highly competitive. And they probably were needling each other more than anything or just, you know, talking about the upcoming season and how excited both those gentlemen will be because both of those teams will be phenomenal in the upcoming season. And I don't want anybody to miss when those two teams match up in the upcoming season. It's going to be great, people. It's really going to be great. Well, it's been a while, you know, uh, but, you know, we definitely got to keep uh, one Kevin Durant in the news. He's probably the best, if not one of the best, one or two in the NBA. And even though he's not going to be playing this season, there's still news that's constantly coming out about Kevin Durant. And if you'll probably hear news all this season. Even though he won't be playing, you're going to hear a lot of news about Kevin Durant. And so coming out of the Brooklyn building, we've come to understand that Kevin Durant never met anybody of the Brooklyn Brass. Sean Marks, the, the great general manager of the Brooklyn Nets, explained that the way he found out Kevin Durant was going to put on a Brooklyn uniform this upcoming season was through Kevin Durant's Instagram page. And that was, uh, that was alarming. I said, wow. So no one, no one as far as the Brooklyn Brass knew that Kevin Durant was going to be a Brooklyn Net other than the other Brooklyn Net, Kyrie Irving. And so Kevin Durant, what, what a lot of people are finding out now is he more or less wanted to play with his good, good buddy, Kyrie Irving. Now, Coach Luke doesn't find anything wrong with that, but I do see it a little strange that Kevin Durant didn't talk to the brass. He didn't talk to Sean Marks. He didn't talk to Coach Kenny Atkinson. He didn't go see the practice facility. He didn't, uh, um, he didn't visit the Barclays Center. Well, he did play in the Barclays Center several times from OKC to Golden State. But it, it's just a little bit weird that he never met anybody from the Brooklyn Brass before he made this big, big mammoth decision to go to the Brooklyn Nets. Now, I still congratulate him. Things might go well. But you, I really feel that as a professional, you got to visit these places. You really got to see if you if you mesh with the place that you're going to call home for the next four years. And so what we're finding out now is he more or less wanted to play with his good, good buddy, 
Kyrie Irving, and Kyrie Irving orchestrated the whole KD move. Kyrie Irving made the initial move to want to play for the Brooklyn Nets, and of course, Kevin Durant followed. Well, you know, some people do that and some people don't. I know, Coach Luke, I'm more of a leader. I would, even if my friend wanted me to, say, play ball with him, I would still have to visit that organization because what what's good for a friend might not be good for Coach Luke. And so I find it strange that Kevin Durant really didn't do his homework on this situation or that's what's being said. We really don't know. Maybe Kevin Durant did do his homework. Well, we do know because of his media businesses and things of that nature, he wanted the New York area. So we do know business-wise off the court, he definitely wanted to be in the New York area. But as far as basketball, he never met anybody, the president. He never met the great general manager, Sean Marks. He didn't meet anybody, the coaching staff, the doctors. He made the decision solely on uh, a good friend, Kyrie Irving, coming to the plate and saying, hey, let's go to the Brooklyn Nets. And that's fine. I hope it works out well. I really do. And, of course, everybody know I'm a big, big New York Knicks fan. But this is news that I have to report, just like everybody else has to report it. And so I don't want anybody to think that, hey, you know, Coach Luke is still talking about. This is news, people, and it's the NBA, and we have to talk about all things basketball, baby, because that's what this is all about. And so coming out of the Brooklyn area, uh, um, we're finding out that Kevin Durant really never talked to anybody in the Brooklyn Brass before making his decision. And so his decision was solely about playing with his good, good buddy, Kyrie Irving. And so that's the way he made his move and he decided to play for the Brooklyn Nets. All right. Once again, tap in, baby. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'll follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. All right. Utah, the Utah Jazz. Now, we don't have many news coming out of that Utah building, man. But Utah is feeling real good. Those Jazz are feeling real good about their situation. I mean, adding Mike Conley to the fray and making several moves in the free agent market. Utah is really, really feeling good about their chances, baby. And they should. They have really upgraded their team by leaps and bounds. And I'll tell you what, they already got Donovan Mitchell, all right? They already got the two-time defending all-defensive player in Rudy Gobert. And so Utah is really on transcending up. They're really transcending up. But coming out of the Utah area, they love the fact that they're quiet as far as their chances to win a championship. Utah feels like, hey, we want to be the people that sneak up on everybody. Well, I'll tell you what. You're not going to sneak up on a lot of the a lot of the basketball pundits like Coach Luke and a lot of people that know the game of basketball. Because I tell you, if you know the game of basketball, you know Utah has upped their chances to sneak into the NBA championship and win it. They have the ability and the talent right now to win it all. All right. Now, of course, I think the Clippers are the favorite, but you got to play the games, people. You have to play the games. And so playing the games means playing Utah and beating Utah in a series. And that's going to be a hard out. The Utah Jazz this season is going to be a very hard out because they are very talented from top to bottom and they have a strong bench. I'll tell you, they're going to be a hard out, people. And so they love the fact in Utah that people are not talking about them that much. People are not looking at them as a threat. But I tell you, they are a threat. The Utah Jazz, you heard it first on All Things Basketball Podcast, they're a threat to go all the way. And you're going to have to pay attention to the Utah Jazz moving forward. All right? And this is what they want. They don't want anybody talking about them. 
They don't want anybody to even think that they have an opportunity. And those are the teams that really sneak in there and hit you in the back of the head, and then you don't know who hit you. And Utah Jazz is one of those teams coming up in the upcoming season. So look out for those Utah Jazz, and they're not as quiet as they think they are because a lot of people in basketball are whispering about how dangerous the Utah Jazz will be this upcoming season. Well, I tell you, people, have you really been watching the NBA Summer League, the Vegas Summer League? Well, I tell you right now, that young man Jackson Hayes is showing out. Now, we do know Zion Williamson is not going to play for the rest of the Summer League. So, like I said, Zion Williamson is out for the rest of the Summer League with a deep knee bruise, but Jackson Hayes is taking over with all the excitement. Jackson Hayes opened up with a monstrous dunk over two people the other night, and Jackson Hayes is really showing his worth out there. It was a great, great find for the New Orleans Pelicans to pick up Jackson Hayes. And they're going to really have to find some minutes for Jackson Hayes in the upcoming season. I'll tell you what, he's a phenomenal, nominal talent, a very phenomenal talent, people. And we all knew that when the um, New Orleans Pelicans made their move for Jackson Hayes, it was something special. But we didn't know to this magnitude what he would have to do to get on the playing on the on the court as far as being a New Orleans Pelican. But I tell you what, you're going to have to make room. Now, the Pelicans are very, very loaded with a lot of young talent, but you're going to have to give Jackson Hayes at least 20 to 25 minutes on the basketball court. He's going to earn those minutes. He's a very high-energy player, and I tell you what, you, you need to watch him coming into the next season. If you haven't seen Jackson Hayes play basketball, he's an excellent ball player. And he's coming out of the University of Texas, uh, you know, and play for Shaka Smart. And I tell you, it's a wonderful, wonderful find for the New Orleans Pelicans. I knew when I was at the NBA draft and the New Orleans Pelicans mentioned his name and, and, and made him one of their high draft picks, that this was going to be a phenomenal move for the New Orleans Pelicans. Now, again, everybody talks about Zion Williamson, and rightly so. But I'll tell you what, Jackson Hayes is on the move, people, and he's already an excellent pro. He's already going to be able to fit right in and help the New Orleans Pelicans in a big, big way. Jackson Hayes was a great move, and I'll say it again. They they really, really upgraded their situation on the front line by grabbing Jackson Hayes. I mean, and they did it at the right time because I believe he would have came right off the board with the next pick if the Pelicans didn't grab him where they grabbed him at. And so I tell you, the Pelicans are on the up. They're really transcending up people, and they have a nice young nucleus, and their team is loaded with young, young talent. And so if you give them maybe a year or two, you're really going to see the New Orleans Pelicans making a heavy dent in that Western Conference. Now, will they make that this season? They're pretty young, and you got a lot of strong teams in that West. They're in the Western Conference, people. So you're going to have to give the New Orleans Pelicans some time. They have a very, very young nucleus, all right? But Alvin Gentry is an excellent coach, and he's going to get the most out of them. I won't be surprised if they sneak into the playoffs with the seventh or eighth eighth, um, slot. But, you know, even if they don't make the playoffs, they're going to be vastly improved from where they were last year and then making the playoffs next year. But they might slip in this year. Don't rule them out for slipping into the playoffs and one of those last two sp- one of those last two spots for uh, either the seventh spot or the eighth spot. I say they might get one of those, the seventh or eighth spot in the NBA uh, um, playoffs in the Western Conference. But if they don't, they're going to, again, like Coach Luke says, they're going to be vastly improved from the years before because they really have a group of young men 
that are really ready to go out there and get it as far as the NBA is concerned. They've got a lot of great rookies, and they got a lot of great two- and three-year players that are ready to perform at a high, high level. And I have to give Dave Griffin, Swing, my girl Swing Cash, all the credit in the world, all right? Trenton Langdon, the new general manager, they're really making moves in that New Orleans building, man. They're really doing their thing over in that New Orleans building. And so kudos to the New Orleans Pelicans because they're looking like they're going to be very, very dangerous for many, many years to come. All right, the New Orleans Pelicans are looking like they're going to be very, very dangerous for many, many years to come. All right, once again, tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button. All right, leave your information and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, all right, people, the name of the episode, Two Unique Deals. The name of episode 29, Two Unique Deals. Well, all right, as we know, there was a big, big trade this past weekend with, uh, uh, you know, Paul George leaving the OKC building, all right, and going over to the Los Angeles Clippers, especially on the heels of Kawhi Leonard signing with the Los Angeles Clippers, which makes the Los Angeles Clippers extremely dangerous. And I tell you what, right now, everybody has them as the favorites to win the NBA championship. But again, you got to play the games. They might be the favorite to win it and hoist that trophy, but you got to play the games in order to do that. But now when I'm talking about the Kawhi Leonard and, and Paul George, the two unique deals, all right? And a lot of people should have saw this coming when you started getting the big three or the big two, meaning two superstars matching up in on one team or three superstars matching up on one team. And, of course, that all started when one King James went to the Miami Heat to match up with Dwayne Wade and Chris Bosh. And so a lot of people should have saw this coming. But there's a lot of uproar in the league. And I think the uproar comes from the players now. Not only are they um, orchestrating trades, and, and, and it's more a player-controlled um, situation right now. The owners don't have the type of control that they had maybe six or seven years ago. And so the only uproar we have in the NBA is coming from the owners and the agents and meaning that really players are picking where they want to go. And it's pretty good that now that the players have an opportunity to go where they want and have a better control of their careers. But I kind of got off. Let's get back into the, the unique, two unique, uh, uh, contracts that we're talking about were the two unique deals with uh, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. Well, now you know they both signed max deals with the L.A. Clippers. But what's coming out now is that it's really uh, uh, after the third, after the second year of their match deals, both guys have the same identical deal, by the way. And after the second year of their max deals, then they have two opt-out years. So the contract is a four-year contract for both guys, but they also have an opportunity to opt out in the third year, and they also have an opportunity to opt out in the fourth year. Now, them opting out doesn't mean that they're going to opt out to go to another team. Them, These two guys opting out, it makes it very unique because let's just say poor George opts out in the right before the third year of this four-year contract. He might opt out to get a super match deal from the same team he's with, which is the L.A. Clippers. Same thing with Kawhi Leonard. He might opt out to get a super max deal. So it benefits the players. And so what we're getting now is the only place we're getting a little bit of uproar from are the owners. 
because now the players are in the know. The players are really controlling their destiny, and they're also controlling their pockets. And so that's what's happening when we say two unique deals. It's never happened before, people. It really has never happened before. Either you're going to sign a four-year max deal, or you're going to sign a three-year deal with the last year uh, being the opt-out. But now what we're hearing is from the Clipper building is that Paul George and Kawhi Leonard have a four-year deal with the last two years, the third year and the fourth year, being opt-out years if they choose to do so. And so this is very, this is very unique and is very different. And also I believe that the owners feel like, well, wow, if this happened with the Clippers, will it start to happen all around the league? Well, you never know, because again, this is a very, very, very unique deal that these two young players have done, and it's an excellent, excellent deal that benefits the players. It doesn't benefit uh, the ownership, and then you guess what? Steve Ballman is an excellent owner. I think he's rolling the dice. I think he's saying, hey, okay, we'll give both these guys two opt-out years because guess what? This year we're going to win the NBA championship and they're not going to want to go anywhere. And so that's what what I think the um, L.A. Lakers ownership is looking at. Steve Bowman, Jerry West, all right, Doc Rivers, they're looking at rolling the dice. They're looking at rolling the dice this year and winning the championship this year. And so they're not afraid of putting the third and fourth year of the of these two guys' max deals as opt-out years. They're really um, going on confidence that they will win the NBA championship. And that's a great, great thing. You know, no risk, no reward. I mean, you got to gamble sometimes. And they're taking a gamble, but I think the gamble that they're taking is a good one, all right? You got two of the top five players in the NBA on your roster, and so you have just as good a chance as anybody else to hoist that trophy at the end of the year. But again, these these two deals are very, very unique, all right? They're two max deals for Kawhi Leonard and Paul George with the third year and the fourth year. All right, being opt-out years that they can pick and choose which year they're going to opt out and get a super max. Again, they don't have to leave the Los Angeles Clipper building, but they can opt out for more money than what they're making now. Say they win two uh, back-to-back championships. It behooves them to opt out for more money. All right. It will behoove them to opt out for more money. So it's a very, very unique deal that... Uh, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard have orchestrated. And of course, they couldn't do it without a great, great owner like Steve Ballmer and, and, and Jerry West and Doc Rivers at the helm. And so everybody's happy in the Clipper building. And, you know, they're rolling the dice as far as ownership is concerned and really believing within these next two years that they're going to hoist the trophy. And I really believe that they think they're going to hoist the trophy this year because Coach Luke doesn't see anybody else as the front runner to hoist that trophy. Again, you have to play the games. You gotta play the games, and of course, that team right across the hallway from you, the Los Angeles Lakers, they're a threat, and they're a big threat. And so you're gonna have to watch them moving forward also, all right? But the two unique deals, it's never been done before in the NBA, but hey, we move and evolve. We keep learning and we keep changing things, and it's a great, great thing for the NBA that they are willing to keep on changing the climate and changing situations. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Once again, tap in, baby. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. We got a lot of great coaches on deck. We're getting a whole lot more coaches, and it's real nice outside. We can go out in the park, and we can train and work out. So it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. 
Well, all right. We've got the WNBA recap, people. The WNBA recap, all right? And y'all know Coach Luke loved that WNBA, man. That WNBA is something. And it's heating up right now. It's getting real thick right before the All-Star break. The All-Star break, I believe, is the 25th. And the WNBA All-Star game is the 27th. But we'll get into a little bit more news about that in a little while. But right now, we got the WNBA recap, all right? So we had the Dallas Wings, all right? We had the Dallas Wings, and they played um, – Dallas Wings played the Los Angeles Sparks. Dallas Wings, 74, the Los Angeles Sparks, 61. We had the, the Phoenix Mercury playing the Washington Mystics, all right? The Phoenix Mercury, 91, the Washington Mystics, 68. All right, and then we had the Connecticut Sun against the Atlanta Dream. Tight game, tight game, baby. You had the Atlanta Dream pulling that one out, 78-75. And that's our WNBA recap for today. It was a wonderful, wonderful situation. We had three games in the WNBA, and that's our WNBA recap, all right? And you know. Coach Luke loves that WNBA and can't wait for the All-Star game to come up, come up. And the All-Star game is July 27th. The WNBA All-Star game is in Vegas July 27th. And I tell you, the day before the All-Star game, let me give you the lineup. You have Snoop Dogg, Iggy Azalea, and of course, the host of the show, DJ Liz Cambodge. Isn't that something? I didn't know Liz Cambodge was a DJ. Boy, that woman is talented, man. She's going to be running the show the day before the All-Star game. She's going to be, Liz Cambodge is going to be on the one and twos, people. Wow. And she's a phenomenal player. She plays for the Las Vegas Ace, man. And she just do her thing. She's been playing professionally since she was 15 years old because Liz Cabarge is from Australia and she started her pro career at 15 years old. I wonder how long she's been DJing though. I really do, man. I didn't know Liz Cabarge was a DJ. All right. And so you're going to have Liz Cabarge being the host and DJing the day before for the WNBA All-Star Festivities. And then you have Snoop Dogg headlining with Zig Iggy Azalea uh, performing also. And that's a beautiful, beautiful thing for the WNBA. They're really, really stepping it up. They're really having a lot more fanfare for their All-Star games. And it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. I really believe they need to start paying these young women a lot more than what they're paying them. But that's a whole nother situation. We'll stick to the beautiful, beautiful thing that they're doing uh, July, the weekend of July 27th, when the game will be played on July 27th, the All-Star Game, WNBA All-Star Game in Las Vegas. Man, that's going to be a bomb burner. It's going to be wonderful. Well, all right. A lot of people are talking about my boy Danny Green. A lot. We got to pull. Danny Green is a Laker. All right? And they're talking about Danny Green like he hasn't had the greatest great accomplishments. Well, let me tell you something. They're saying right now, wow, how did Danny Green get a two-year deal from the Lakers worth $30.2 million? That's a little, that's 15.1 million for the next two seasons, all right? Well, I'll tell you how Danny Green got it. He's a two-time champion. He's a champion with the, um, with the San Antonio Spurs, okay? He's a knockdown shooter. He's an excellent defender. And he's also, he also just won and hoisted the trophy in Toronto with a lot of help. But Danny Green is a baller, man. LI, you gotta pull. 
Danny Green, I don't even understand why people are questioning Danny Green right now. He's an excellent player. He's a shutdown defender, and he can nail that shot. He's a great three-point shooter and a great mid-range shooter. So a lot of people are talking about Danny Green and, oh, how did he get that deal? Hard work is how Danny Green got that deal. Hard work, and he's one of the hardest-working guys in the NBA. All right, he's been traded a few times, but guess what? He continues to play at a high, high level. And so Danny Green, congratulations to Danny Green. He got a two-year deal from the Los Angeles Lakers worth $30.2 million, which gives him 15, a little over $15 million for the next two years. And he deserves it. Danny Green really deserves the money, man. He's a baller, all right? And, of course, you know Coach Luke going to say that too, even if he wasn't a baller. L.I., we got to pull. You know, he's a Long Island boy like Coach Luke is a Long Island boy. So we got to pull. But he's an excellent ball player also. He's an excellent ball player also and he deserves it. And he's a two-time champion. So he deserves this situation. Danny Green, and he's going to make the Lakers all that much more better. Of course, we all know LeBron loves shooters around, and of course, he played with LeBron in Cleveland, all right? He played with LeBron in Cleveland. He didn't win in Cleveland. He won in um, um, San Antonio. His first title, he won in San Antonio, and he just hoisted his second championship with the Toronto Raptors, the defending champions. And so Danny Green is an excellent player. And so when people start to say, well, how did Danny Green get that contract? Hard work. Give it a shot, people. Hard work and perseverance and never listening to the whispers. Always playing ball and always working on your game will get you a, take you a long way. Or working on anything that you're passionate about really takes you a long way. But in Danny Green's case, it's that basketball. It's that round ball. He's a real serious baller. And, of course, I don't need to say it again, L.I., we have to pull. Once again, tap in. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit that email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, we have a, a, a very interesting question on Instagram, all right? And I'm going to read it to you people right now. It says, um, oh, okay, Coach Luke, why don't you have more AAU um, conversations on the show? Well, all right, all right. We will. We definitely will. There's just so much AAU going on, man, all around the world. I don't want to be a, a, a guy that just focuses on the AAU on the East Coast, Midwest, uh, West Coast, all right? Because you have AAU in Australia. You have AAU in London. You know, we have AAU all around the world. I would really have to, for, for Coach Luke to really get involved with the AAU, and you know, it's, it's, it's crazy that you ask that question, young man, because that is where Coach Luke coaching chops really started. I started in AAU. That's where I really started my coaching career. And so you're absolutely right. And what we're doing at All Things Basketball Podcast, we're kind of refining our AAU situation. I would have to send people out and they would have to come back with tons of information, all right? And that's what we're doing right now. So I don't want you to think that we forgot AAU. AAU is Coach Luke's home, all right? I love AAU, all right? If it wasn't for AAU and giving me an opportunity to coach in the first place, you probably wouldn't hear about me, young man. And so I'll never forget AAU. I'll always love the AAU, girls and guys, all right? Uh, so what we're doing with AAU is we're kind of canvassing AAU right now. 
All right. And so you're right on the cusp. You're very smart, young man, I tell you. And and what we're doing is we're canvassing and, and, and scouting AAU. All right. Now, of course, Coach Luke has always come with the five star and four star recruits. These are guys that played AAU. All right. RJ Hampton, an, an AAU guy. So LaMelo Ball, an AAU guy. So I've talked about a lot of AAU players, but I know what you mean when you talk about AAU. You're really talking about winners of tournaments and winners of championships. And, of course, that's also important. But there's so much AAU, all right, that we have to collect the, the right information from each region. And there's regions of AAU. It's just so much basketball, all right? And so when we get a good grip of of the AAU that's going on, you'll hear a whole lot more AAU. We'll never forget AAU. And remember, like Coach Luke said, that's where I started my coaching career, and I will never, ever forget the AAU ranks because if it wasn't for the AAU ranks, you probably wouldn't hear about me or All Things Basketball Podcast. But that was a great, great question, young man. And stay tuned for that AAU information on All Things Basketball Podcast because it's coming, baby. It's coming. Thank you. for That was a wonderful question, by the way. And have an excellent, excellent day. Thank you very much. Once again, tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'll follow you. Tap in All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. Well, all right. All right. We're getting ready to get into a, 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 a few different situations, all right? As you know, the L.A. Summer League is going on um, uh, at the MGM Grand, all right? It's not the L.A. Summer League. It's the NBA Summer League. I'm sorry. And it's, it's happening at the MGM Grand in Vegas. Not only is the, the, the Summer League going on, but there's a lot of meetings going on with the commissioner, the general managers and the owners, they take their time during the day to have these meetings, all right? Some of the things that's on the shelf is instant replay, all right? And a lot of people ask me, Coach Luke, what do you feel about instant replay? I tell you, I'm a little iffy with the instant replay, all right? Because I think there's so much of a human nature in in all of it, from playing to coaching to referee in a game, all of it has that human nature. And I don't look at uh, referees, they're not human. I mean, they're not um, they're not prone to not, not making mistakes, I mean, all right, just like coaches aren't and players aren't either. Everybody will make a mistake. And so, therefore, that's the human part of handling one of those jobs. And so I actually... I'm up in the air with the instant replay, but from what I understand, the instant replay has been approved already, all right? And it's one year on a trial basis, and it starts this upcoming NBA season. So you have instant replay on loose balls. You have instant replay. The only place you won't have instant replay is on fouls. And good gracious, I'm so glad, because there's so many times the game is stopped for fouls and free throws. Can you imagine somebody shooting a free throw and then they take it away and say, well, you didn't get fouled, all right? So what do you got to do now? You're going to take the point away? He's already he's already shot a free throw. So I'm glad they didn't involve uh, the fouls in the instant replay. But loose balls, whether the ball was in or out, whether your foot was in or out, you know, those type of things are going to be involved with the instant replay, all right? Whether the ball hit the rim or not, all right, you're going to have a lot of instant replay. Now, I do feel that it's going to stretch the game a little bit, people, all right? And it's going to slow down the fast pace of the game of basketball. 
But I don't know. You know, I, I, I'm still up in the air with it. A lot of people ask me how do I feel. Uh, um, if it makes the NBA better, then I'm okay with it. Anything to improve the NBA, Coach Luke is okay with it. But I tell you, I really think that there's a human element to coaching, refereeing, and playing. I just, you know, that's just me. Now, you can call me old school or whatever, but it's been this way forever. So I guess I've adjusted to it. But I tell you, it was voted in today. It was voted in today, all right? And so now you have a one-year trial, all right, and they're going to bring it back to the table next summer, okay, for instant replay. And so get ready, people. You'll start seeing instant replay in this upcoming season in the NBA. And we're going to see how it works, you know. We're going to see how it really, really works, you know, constant instant replay. Now, of course, you see sometimes right now the, the, the referees will go to the monitor and look and change a call here and there, but that's not instant replay. That's just following up and making sure they got the right call. That's not instant replay, all right? But instant replay will be in this year coming up. And, you know, we're just going to have to see how it works out. We're going to have to see how instant replay really works out, people, you know? Uh, again, like Coach Luke said, either or. I'm, I'm up in the air. It's apples and oranges for Coach Luke, all right? But if it makes the NBA a whole lot better place to play ball, I'm for it. Anything about improvement, I'm for it. But believe me, I'll be watching uh, uh, the instant replay situation very closely like you guys will. Now, of course, Coach Luke, I don't have a vote, you know. And if I did have a vote, I don't know which way I would vote. That's why I don't have a vote. <laughs> but it will be in full effect at the upcom with the upcoming season, instant replay, all right? And here's another thing that's on the um, on the table. Now, I do believe the one and done should be done. We should get rid of one and done, all right? Because you're going to lose a lot of great ball players. all right? Earlier today, I saw R.J. Hampton on a show, and he was talking about how he made the move to New Zealand. And a lot of young high school players are, are, are making the move overseas, okay? All right? Or they're taking the elite contract that the G League is offering. Everybody doesn't want to go to college, but there are a lot of excellent ball players. And I tell you what, the NBA would be very smart, all right, to get do away with the one and done within the next couple of days. Well, I know that's one of the things that's on the table at the um, NBA Summer League, and I'm hoping that they do away with it as soon as possible because we're just losing too many great, great young ball players, man. And like, um, you know, when when Soul Plane Dirk was in the building, All Things Basketball Podcast building, he was talking about uh, uh, college isn't for everybody. All right. And so if college isn't for you, all right, and you're very articulate, you're very smart and you got your high school education and you want to play professional basketball, I think you should have the opportunity to do so. All right. You have you have young men. OK, and I'm not looking at other sports, but look at baseball. You can leave high school and go straight to the minor leagues. All right. And have the opportunity to bypass college because you want to play baseball. And I think, you know, we should go back. Now, a little while back, we had young men coming straight out of high school. And so David Stern implemented the one, at least the one year and 19 years old before you could jump to the NBA. But I tell you what, it's sort of backfiring on the NBA right now, people. It's really backfiring on the NBA. And you have a lot of young men that are going the opposite route. New Zealand, overseas, they're going to Russia, they're going to Israel. You've got a lot of young guys coming straight out of high school and going overseas. And that's one of the reasons why the, uh, the NBA uh, implemented the G League Elite. 
And then you have a few guys coming out of high school that are accepting the G League elite because that's six figures. You really never know what's going on in one of these young men's households. They could be struggling. They could be moving from pillow to post, all right? And they have this great talent to not only bail themselves out, but bail the rest of their family out with a six-figure deal. And so a lot of times you can't study and you can't get your education at that moment. Why? Because you're struggling in day-to-day life. And so you really don't know everybody's situation. And so I'm hoping when the NBA Summer League is over, we're okay, we've got the instant replay. You've approved that. And so I'm hoping you approve that the one and done is over with and young guys from high school can make that leap to the NBA. All right. I'd like to thank all my listeners, everybody that shares, downloads, likes. I love you guys, man, and you've stuck right by me. And you're stuck right by my team. I'd like to give my team a big, big shout. All Things Basketball Podcast, my whole staff who pulls for me, make sure everything's right. So when I get on the air with you guys, guess what? Everything goes smooth. I got a great, great team here. And we're going to continue to transcend up with All Things Basketball Podcast. And we had a wonderful, wonderful episode. All right. I'll see you Friday. All right, but wait a minute. I'm getting a tap on the shoulder. We got to tap in, baby. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap in the All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit that email button. All right, leave your information. I'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. All right. We had a wonderful, wonderful show, people. All right. And I'll see you Friday. Okay. All right. Seven o'clock sharp. All right. God bless. Good night.